Alright guys, here with uh, Grant Golden, forward for uh, Richmond Basketball. Grant, what's going on, man? Not much, not much. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good, bro. Like the hat. Appreciate it. Still Appreciate celebrating. It. Of course, for always sure, repping. Sure. Always repping. So, uh, so, you know, last Wednesday, George Mason, it's a tough loss, but a big milestone for you, thousands career point. What's that like, man? Is it set in for you? Is it just another number? Like, how's that feeling? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I usually don't care about stuff like that, but you know, to be mentioned in the same sentence as Johnny Newman and to do, you know, get an accomplishment like that this early on in my career is obviously pretty big and I'm extremely grateful for it. And uh, I just really owe all my teammates and my coaches, um, you know, for believing in me and having the trust in me to do what I do and just working with me. You know, I really do owe it all to them and I appreciate them being there for me and can't wait to just keep getting better with them. So if I tell Grant Golden his first season, his red shirt season, that you're going to score a thousand points before the end of your real sophomore year. What are you saying? Uh, I definitely would have told you you were crazy. Um, can't even imagine doing something like that back then. But like I said, man, just my coaches believing in me, teammates believing in me. That's what it's all about. So uh, you grew up here in Virginia, but moved out to Maryland the last two years of high school. We'll probably go out there. Uh, yeah. So it was a, uh, you know, it was a boarding school called St. James and the coaching staff. Um, they came from Montrose Christian, and they coached, uh, you know, Grievous Vasquez, Kevin Durant, Terrence Ross, all these really good guys. And, you know, they came to mine and my brother's house, and they wanted us to come. And we just felt like basketball-wise it was better for us, and it was a, definitely a better school academically. So we just felt like that would be a good place for us to go to get where we wanted to be. Bryce is at Butler this year, right? How's yes, he sir. doing? First season? Uh, yep, yep. He had to sit out the first couple, first month or so because of his shoulder surgery that he got in May. But uh, he's getting a couple minutes a game. He's enjoying it. He likes it out there so far. Maybe talking to coach, maybe a nice out-of-conference game a couple years from now? We're working oh, on it. Yeah, yeah. We're working on it. So uh, how do you become a Boston fan? Uh, so my uh, dad was born in New Hampshire and lived in Massachusetts and all up in the Northeast. And that's where a lot of my family is now. Um, a lot of them lived in Boston. And then most of them live in New Bedford now. Mm -hmm. So that's just sort of how that got passed down yeah. to me. So I heard you're not a huge Celtics fan, though. Is that true? Nah, yeah. My grandfather, he wasn't really, he thinks the NBA is soft now uh -huh. uh, compared to when Larry Bird and them were playing. So once uh, that whole era with Larry Bird and all them was done, he he was done <laughs> with it. Now. So yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can see that with this team this year, for sure, with the <laughs> Celtics team. Yep. Uh, so, if, you know, if you had to model your game off of one NBA player, current or past, you know, who do you think it'd be? That's a tough, tough one, one, man. Yeah. That's a tough one. Uh, I'd like to try and pull a lot of different stuff from a lot of people and you know, try and watch a bunch of different guys, but uh, I would say, uh, I'd probably say Marc Gasol. Uh, I like the stuff that he does, like in mid-range and post, and I think a lot of it's similar to what I do. He's not a very athletic guy, so he has to find different ways to get the ball up and sort of score over top of guys that are a lot more athletic than him, which is something that I, you know, try and work on every day and something that I try and use in my game. So I, I, do, I like to watch him a lot and mm -hmm. try and learn from him, so. All right, before we get into more uh, about this season, I just got to ask you one question. Your team Stephen A or Team Skip? Ooh, tough one. I really don't – I like Stephen A because I agree with more of the stuff that he says. Even the football stuff? Uh, that's um, – <laughs> it's, it's so questionable. The thing about Skip Bayless is, like, I'm a huge LeBron guy. He uh, hates LeBron. But he's a huge Tom Brady yeah, guy. So Tom Brady I, love, I love all the Tom Brady propaganda mm -hmm. from him. But uh, probably Stephen A. just because I agree with more of the things that he says. like to hear it. Um, so you kind of looking more into the season. Uh, you know, you guys lost Monte Buckingham. You lost Juan Ford transfer. You know, Nick goes down with an ACL this year. Um, 
you and Gilly are kind of, you know, just like that, thrust in these leadership roles as just sophomores. It's like, what's that been like for you two guys that brought you together, like, kind of came on to you guys pretty fast? Yeah, for sure. I mean, he, uh, me and him were best friends since the day he got here. Um, you know, we've been really close, and I think that sort of helped us um, step into those roles a little bit coming into it. Um, but, you know, we've done a good job. There's a lot of things that we got to keep improving on in terms of leadership, uh, both of us, you know. Um, he is quiet at times, and I lose my control of my emotions at times. So we all have things to work on, but I think we've taken some serious strides in both of those categories. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's just, you know, up to us, and we just got to keep getting better at it. And uh, we got a lot of, a lot of everybody coming back next year, so we got to be ready to go. And uh, we got to finish out strong here and try and make a run in this tournament. Have there been any guys that you played with when you were longer, younger, like TJ, that have kind of you know reached out to you and kind of helped guide you into that leadership role? Yeah, I mean, I talk to TJ all the time. Um, he knows I like to beat myself up about stuff and everything like that. But you know, just hearing from him and hearing his perspective on things and hear have him talk to me and give me you know different sense of perspective from someone outside of our team is really cool because he's been there before. He knows what it takes um, to be successful and. Just, yeah, I would say it's a huge help. So kind of going off of that, um, so, you know, you, Gilly, but also Nate have kind of formed a big three this year. So he, he had a little bit of a different role than you and Gilly did last year and has had kind of almost like an emergence this season. So what's that been like? Like, what has he added to the team for you guys? Yeah, you know, it's been huge. Um, you know, Coach Mooney was really on Nate all the time last year. We were really always on Nate, just constantly in practice, workouts, whatever it may be. And uh, I know it probably wore down on him a little bit, but we knew, we saw the potential in him and we knew what he could be and he's come into that this year. And the crazy thing is, I think he can be even better. As good as he's been this year, I know he can be even better. And uh, we just gotta keep believing him, keep feeding the ball. And he's just gotta keep having confidence in himself. But he's done outstanding this year and you know we wouldn't win some of the games that we have without him. So we've really appreciated him this year. And uh, like I said, he's just going to keep getting better from here. Do you feel like he's helped your game even more specifically? Just, you know, you guys aren't the most, the biggest, most physical team. So having that extra presence down the interior, is that yeah. your game? Yeah, for sure. You know, I played with my brother uh, my last year in high school, and we did a lot of big to big stuff, high low, stuff like that. And with our offense in the Princeton, not a lot of that shows up. But now that Nate has been playing like he has this year, we have had some moments where we were, you know, going block to block, high low. Um, it's made things a lot easier in terms of when teams go zoning us. Uh, either me or him are able to hit the high posts and get in there and make things happen. So it's been huge for us. So you talked a little bit about you know modeling your game off of Marcus All. He's been a guy that has actually been a good passer too. You know, as a big man, and uh, this season you're averaging about four assists per game uh, in conference play. Mm -hmm. Coaches all the time talk about in the the post game conferences how well you pass as a big man. Uh, is that something that's been opportunistic for you? Do you kind of, do you focus on that? Do you really take pride in passing? Yeah, um, you know, a couple people have asked me about this uh, here in the last couple weeks and, you know, I was it really bothered me last year that I had more turnovers than I did assists. Um, I felt like I was just trying to, you know, hit the home run pass every time, whether it was across the court or just, you know, maybe too flashy at sometimes. Um, but, you know, Coach Mooney and them really talked to me in the offseason about just making the simple pass. The simple pass would lead to the open shot. And I think I've been able to do that this year. Um, Nate's a huge part of it. I've been throwing a lot to him on the opposite block when I've been getting doubled. Um, he's been able to finish over there. So, yeah, it's something that I really take pride in and I've gotten better at and hopefully can keep getting better at. So we're coming up on the end of the season. you got a 10 tournament coming up soon, but UMass Wednesday and Davidson Saturday, I believe. Um, yep. You guys are the 11th seed right now. So right now you're playing on day one of the tournament. How do yep. you feel with where you guys are at? 
Um, you know, we had a rough week this past week. Um, going 0-2, played two tough game, tough teams, and uh, lost two tough games. But you know, uh, we got an opportunity this week to go to UMass, and uh, having Davidson here on Senior Night is obviously going to be fun. I'm sure there will be a big crowd here. So, uh, just another opportunity. We got to take it one game at a time. So we got to try and go get this one Wednesday, and worry about Saturday when it comes, and try and get this momentum going for the A10 tournament. All right, Grant, before we wrap it up, I just want to ask you, what's one thing, looking into next year, this summer, what are you trying to add to your game, one piece? Um, probably just uh, outside of three-point. I want to shoot the three better, um, but if I had to uh, say something outside of that, uh, it would probably just be my touch around the rim. Um, you know, obviously, I've done pretty well this year around the rim. That's where I get the majority of my shots, but just making it as automatic as I possibly can, just getting better touch and making sure that when I do get down there and get in positions to score, that uh, the ball goes through the basket no matter what. Appreciate it, Grant. Good luck Definitely. on Wednesday. Gonna need a jacket going into Amherst. It's a little chilly up there. <laughs> that's what I heard, that's what I heard. We'll be ready to go though. Yeah, good luck for us the season, man. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it, thank you. Appreciate it, boss.